Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. I hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we talk to the brand leaders about what they're seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Uh, today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Katie Woolrich, who is the Chief Marketing Officer for Joella's Hot Chicken, which has 19 stores in Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Florida, and Georgia. Uh, looking forward to learning more about them. So how are you today, Katie? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, first off, we'd uh, like to know a little bit about the people we're interviewing. So if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself, uh, what you do at Joella's, and maybe even a fun fact about you. Uh, were you born in uh, Tasmania, or do you like to run? You know, What's a fun fact? Yeah, no, great. Well, I'm the Chief Marketing Officer, as you mentioned, for Joella's Hot Chicken. I've been with the brand for the past three years. Previously, I've held marketing roles at Wendy's, uh, Papa John's, and before that, I was on the ad agency side, so also worked on food clients. I worked on McDonald's, um, Capital One, Cars.com, so been in marketing my whole career, um, but various roles with agency or client side. Okay, great. Yeah. For those who don't know about Joella's uh, Hot Chicken, can you tell us a little bit about uh, you guys, like how you were formed, what you guys do, and uh, you know uh, what your passion points are, maybe? Definitely. We are a fast casual restaurant founded in Louisville, Kentucky about six years ago, and we're definitely known for hot chicken. It's in our name. We have six different heat levels. So if you don't want any heat, we've got that with our lowest level, Southern, no heat, all the way up to our waiver worthy fire in the hole level. So hot chicken is a really growing category, but still new. We found a lot of people don't yet know what it is. So there's a lot of education into, into what goes into hot chicken. But aside from our hot chicken, we're also known from, for our made from scratch sides. We have these amazing pie in a jars and also just that Southern hospitality and that whole experience that we want to bring to our guests. Okay, great. And I know you just launched the first ever loyalty program. Can you tell us about uh, how you went about developing the program, how you launched it and uh, what uh, some of the benefits that you offer to your customers? Yes. So restaurants are a really competitive business and having loyal customers is really key to surviving. We've been really fortunate to have loyal guests already. We've learned from some of our other delivery partners that we might have a higher reorder rate than other chicken restaurants. So that kind of piqued our interest that you know we might have something here. But the problem is we didn't really know who our, these loyal guests were besides anecdotally. So we wanted to develop a program to identify them so we can know who they are and reward them. So right now our reward structure is you spend $100 and you get any a free meal, which can be a chicken plate, a sammy, a salad. That's usually about a nine to $10 value. And then of course we do birthday, birthday dessert. You can choose from a pie in the jar or a banana pudding. And then we have reward, reward referrals um, for your friends, surprise and delight rewards. And then right now you get 99% sign-up bonus. So just for starting, you get 99% credit towards your first reward. So basically okay. the next meal would be free. So recently you were named to QSR Magazine's list of the hottest startup fast casuals. Can you tell us about your growth uh, and also you know, what you see going forward and, and what it means to win that award? Yes. So when I started just three years ago, we only had six locations and today we have 19. So that is pretty explosive growth in a short period of time. We really expanded a lot in 2019 when we doubled the size of our base by going to Atlanta, Georgia and a couple locations in Florida. And last year we opened our most recent four, including three post pandemic. 
So growth has been a big part of our strategy the last couple of years. And we were really excited to kind of be recognized with that award for that reason. You know, we're always have our eyes open for other opportunities, but right now, after all that growth, we're just trying to make sure we are keeping service, food, quality standards um, where they should be growing in other ways, like with this loyalty program. So doesn't mean we're not going to grow further soon, but right now our focus is just, let's make sure we haven't grown too fast, too quickly. And we're, we're doing all the, the basics correct. So. Great. That's great. To hear. Um, when you look at customer loyalty, what does customer loyalty mean to you and to your organization? Yeah, I look at customer loyalty from both perspectives, both the guests and the organization. So from the guest side, I want them to feel valued, to feel like they are special and that we know who they are and that they are getting a value um, from coming to us. So always looking to find, create a program that they see value in as well. And for the organization and, and me in marketing in particular, I am excited to know who this loyal customer is because right now I don't have a way of knowing who that person is and how frequently they're coming, what they're ordering, which just leaves us a little bit blind to creating offers or menu items that would more appeal to them. Yep. So excited to have that data um, to work with. Okay, great. When customer loyalty, what does customer loyalty mean to you and your organization? Yeah, for us, we, you know, we want to be able to create that value for the customer. And I think value can come from a reward, from a free food, from a discount, but also from a way to be heard and have that direct line of communication to the organization. One of the things we're excited about with our program is we're able to deliver an NPS survey to guests immediately through the program after they stay with us. So it's an opportunity for us to know when we did something really well, but more importantly, be able to recover and um, rectify any situations that didn't go as planned in the restaurant. It lets our team directly communicate with that guest as well as grants a reward or discount to them through the program. Um, hopefully keep any negative reviews out of public domain as well. So excited to be able to, you know, say, we know you come to us, you trust us. If you have a bad experience, let us know. We want to make that right for you and then also for future guests. What is the most significant challenge you think brand marketers have today when it comes to technology? Uh, technology is very important. Uh, all kinds of technology, VOC, VOE, AI, ML. You know, what does uh, you know, uh, that mean from a challenge perspective you and, and how are you managing that? For us, integration is definitely the biggest challenge. There's so many different systems and finding the right technology that works with all of your systems both from just a straight tech perspective, but also how does that work with the operations and how does that work for the guest experience? Mm -hmm. So for us, finding those right partners that can work together has been a challenge that kind of just limits the pool of available vendors from the get-go. And then once you're getting into it, making sure everything is built and integrated correctly, it's definitely a slow process. Uh, we've We've had a couple delays even getting this rewards program out just to make sure everything was working as it should. Okay. Once that's built, we're gravy, but it's definitely a huge challenge and, and can be a barrier, I think, to implementing um, really deep technology programs like this. Okay. What are the challenges and opportunities you see regarding personalization? And how are you guys looking to improve uh, your personalization efforts as a brand? 
Personalization is huge in, in marketing. And frankly, one of the reasons I wanted to do a loyalty program to begin with, so we would have data to create that level of personalization because we're not able to do that right now. Since we just launched, that's not something that we're doing today because right now we're just focused on getting acquisition and, and learning more about these customers. But you know, future state is definitely knowing who a guest is and delivering them personal offers. So if I know a guest is only ever coming and ordering our kale salad, I might not push an offer to them for our chicken and waffles because that's probably not going to be of interest to them. But if I have a great deal in our kale salad, that's something I want to give to that person because that is likely going to be something interesting to them that is going to make them come for that one extra purchase. Okay. When you look at uh, partnerships, partnerships are very important for marketers today. Uh, they want to uh, you know, get as much as they can out of their loyalty and customer experience programs, but you know, partner with other brands that have kind of similar strategies and approaches uh, in a symbiotic manner. What do partnerships mean to you? And is that something that uh, you guys are doing? And, and, and how do you see that going forward? Yeah, we are you know, fortunate to have 19 locations, but we're still relatively small in the scheme of the restaurant industry. Yeah. So partnerships are a pretty big part of our strategy for, you know, doing a technology program like this. We could have never done this without a partner like Thanks. You know, we don't have the tools and resources to build something from scratch. So finding those established vendors who not just have the technology, but also, you know, are willing to be a strategic partner is really important to us to help us make sure we're growing and developing in the right way. And then certainly forming partnerships in the community, I think is really important to restaurants. So we do a lot of efforts, you know, on a you know, community level, you know, with various schools and fundraisers to kind of get the word out there. Okay. When you look at uh, data, you mentioned you're using data to help uh, you know, enhance your personalization efforts. Yeah, there's more data than ever before, as we all know, right? Uh, structured, unstructured, from social, uh, from uh, your survey you mentioned you do uh, post-transaction. How do you take that, simplify it, and make it actionable? A lot of time, a lot of spreadsheets, <laughs> and hopefully a strong cup of coffee. But I think the data is really what is exciting because that's where I like to get a lot of insights. You can certainly get insights from social, but being able to kind of distill it down and see not just kind of what are your gut reactions, but what is the data telling you? And I'm excited to have more of that because, you know, prior to a loyalty program, I've got a lot of sales data, but it doesn't always necessarily lend itself to marketing insights. So, you know, I didn't know before how frequently a guest was coming. I didn't know how many guests were on a check and just being able to know that and look at the data, I think is really going to help inform a lot of our marketing decisions moving forward. Absolutely. When you look at your customers changing, you know, how do you feel your customers are changing, you know, maybe before the pandemic or even going through, uh, and, and most importantly, how are you adapting to that change? Yeah, pre-pandemic, all of the talk was about online ordering and delivery. You know, that was already something that was happening and a shift that we were seeing in consumer occasions and behavior. You know, we started partnering with DoorDash in early 2019, so we were fortunate to already have that in place. You know, with the pandemic hitting, we've seen a, a pretty massive shift in our mix from restaurant to delivery, in restaurant dining to delivery to pickup. And, you know, we used to be, you know, closer to 70% in restaurant experience. And at the kind of peak levels of the pandemic, that was down to about 25%. So we're seeing that shift in mix come back to more of the dine-in, but I, I would 
guessed that we're never going to see it back to pre-pandemic levels. I think people experiencing pickup food and more delivery has opened up that world to customers that weren't yet there yet. You know, my parents have never really done a pickup for food. They go out to eat or they eat at home. That, that middle occasion was never something that they would consider. And I think now people have done that occasion and said, hey, some of this food is really great and I can have it at home. It's easier for me to get my kids in bed or not have to wrangle them out to a restaurant. So I, I suspect that we will see lasting impacts of just that pickup and delivery occasion, you know, remaining really strong. And I think for restaurants who, um, the experience of the restaurant is a big part of it and making sure your food travels well, that's something that we have to continue to keep in the forefront of all the decisions. Yeah, we've heard how the food travel is very important and also how uh, it, you manage the customer experience. So from you to DoorDash, and if there's yeah. a, a customer service foible, whose responsibility is that? And how do you address that? How do you guys look at that? Yeah, it's definitely something that, like you said, everybody is experiencing to some degree. You know, we are fortunate to partner with DoorDash. We have a lot of ongoing conversations with them in that regard. But at the end of the day, you know, no matter how we resolve it or DoorDash resolves it, it's how the guest views it. And a lot of the times the guest puts the food quality um, concerns on our shoulders, even if it was because, you know, the, the driver forgot something or the driver took a longer route, you know, we can't control that. Um, all the guest knows is their food was cold and, and they don't always know who to blame. So a lot of it comes down to us. So we work, you know, very closely with DoorDash to, to share any concerns we have with that. And, 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 you know, they're receptive to, to working to fix any of those to that we can. Okay. When you look at your, uh, you know, success of the customer loyalty program, obviously measurement is, is very important, uh, especially with the complexity you mentioned, the multiple spreadsheets that you're using. When you look at measurement on that, what KPIs do you and your team use? And are there KPIs you would like to see potentially uh, for the restaurant industry or just for customer experience and customer loyalty in general that, that, that you don't have or you, know, you may like to have? Right now, since we just launched, our biggest KPIs are just signups, you know, acquisition into the program. And then I want to make sure that we're seeing them actually participate in the program. So we're getting, you know, qualified people signing up for the program. So that's kind of today's key KPIs for me. Longer term, really looking at frequency and average check for our customers. You know, if we can get even just our top 25% of guests to come an additional one or two times per year, you know, that would have a pretty massive impact to our bottom line. So it's a very kind of specific, small goal, very targeted, um, but it feels very achievable once we know it and we can see it and measure it. Okay, great. What do you think the next big thing for customer loyalty and customer experience is? To me, I think a lot of, uh, right now for us, it's a pretty big thing just that we have this program. So we're trying to celebrate that. I think the next big thing is going to be using this data a lot more to innovate as it relates to the guest experience and whether that's the product or um, the UX, everything like that. So to me, loyalty is just so much more than free food or a discount on a product. And so how do you take that and, and really take it to the other parts of the business that previously you know, there's a lot more walls kind of around operations and things like that. What do you see as uh, kind of unique differentiator? What do you guys do in different uh, Southern style food is obviously uh, very service focused, has that kind of a unique appeal. But what are you guys doing different than the, than the competitor set? How, how are you excelling? Yeah, when I started, 
We had two different sayings at Joella's. One was, we're the bird that bites back, kind of speaking to our waiver-worthy chicken. And the other is, honey, always do the right thing. And as I looked at our competitive set, you know, we sell hot chicken and our competitors sell hot chicken. At the end of the day, being having hot chicken is just a greens fee and something we have to have. So the bird that bites back to me didn't really set us apart from what others were doing in the category. But the idea of honey always do the right thing and this Southern hospitality and Southern experience is something that we could own. So that's really what we've leaned into to set us apart from other hot chicken restaurants as well as other chicken restaurants um, in the broader set of kind of fast food. Uh, all right, great. So Katie, the last question I have for you is what can Loyalty360 do for you to help you in your customer loyalty, customer experience journey? Well, we're new to the loyalty experience. So excited to kind of delve more into people who are experts in that area. I think in the restaurant space, a lot of times we, at least I spend a lot of time looking at restaurant trade and not necessarily expanding outside that. But to me, loyalty really transcends industry. I think there's a lot that we could learn from you know, airlines or retail and, and vice versa. They can learn from restaurants. So um, hoping to kind of just learn more from other experts in restaurants as well as kind of across other fields and how they're applying loyalty and, and what learnings there are, best practices, things to avoid. Um, great. Uh, well, Katie, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was great hearing uh, about your customer loyalty program, your efforts and uh, everything you're doing at Joella's. And we look forward to hearing more from you later in the year. Great, thank you for having me. Perfect.